Um, welcome to No Lies Detected. I'm Megan Tanjas. I'm Michelle Moore. It's the podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies you tell yourself. Oh, those very dirty God lies. God damn it. I was like, I, did I get the order right? Wait, listen. Fuck. <laughs> this shit. And I fucked it up. You were just so enthralled with me saying it. I uh, know. Yeah. You just stared. I, know, I felt I you stared at happening. me. I felt the love. You know we're spending Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Look how it all works out. I think we'll you probably be babe. podcasting on Valentine's Day. <laughs> We got to get. We got to get these. Bitch, we're in, here girl. to work. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. We gotta get these That's how we show. Yeah. Put those headphones on. Hear these tender dulcet tones. Okay. In your here ears. we go. Yeah. I love it. Um. Yeah. We're gonna spend our Valentine's together. There's no one else I'd rather spend my Valentine's Day with. Uh, Although there's someone you'd rather spend it I was with. Supposed to say, I'm I, glad you I, fixed I already that. know. I already know what you need to do i'm just saying what i need to. i mean i would take margo but you know that's not the option we're not so. spending valentine's day together but we did last year and i was never really a valentine's day person when i was married anyway so last year was my first actual like valentine's day kind of yeah experience and i was like okay i get it like it's cute <laughs> um <laughs> um so this valentine's day we're not going to be together because i haven't seen um i haven't seen my partner since my birthday yeah and it's what february 13th there are people writing in right now that can't go three hours without talking to the person they're dating unless they have a full meltdown and michelle's like three months yeah cool. i haven't seen i haven't seen him since um the day after my birthday which was december 14th mm-hmm. so it's been about two, two months a little over two great months. photos from that night yeah we had a really, a really good time a good little night um and i don't know when i'll see him i mean mm-hmm. i will see him but um yeah just you know life happens and it does and we're we're not married so i have to and he has to to. yeah it just you know so but i am looking forward to seeing him again yeah um very much so and uh but i i did get him something for valentine's day and it's being delivered to him oh i can't wait to find out off the podcast (laughs) what it is that's the thing i miss most about you not being here is just i love watching the story you know <laughs> well you know who knows i, I mean, don't I'll know i'll still get the updates but there's just something about you sitting in that chair telling me the story what i do you know, know is that i will not be living in la anymore so <laughs> she's <laughs> like goodness maybe pasadena but i don't consider yeah, it la and yeah. so i'm still sticking to my word yeah i ain't living there <laughs> fuck that place <laughs> okay we have an email. If you want to email us, nolasdetected@gmail.com. And this email, I don't think I can say their name, but the title is Healing or a Necessary Apology? Question mark. I was married for 16 years mm-hmm. when my husband unexpectedly ended it a year ago. We had issues. <laughs> this sentence is already incorrect because uh-uh. they're saying we had issues, so it's not surprising, but it was unexpected for me at the time it happened. Because they were trying to make something what it wasn't. In the last year, I've done a lot of reflecting and see my own toxic behavior in our relationship. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of healing to do. This is my long way. Sorry, Michelle, of asking. This is not long. If I should apologize to my ex about my part in our issues, or is it just enough that I know for myself and do better going forward? A little side information. We share custody of our two children, so we do have some contact. And because I love both of your astrological drags, bitch, I already knew. I'm a Taurus son libra moon scorpio rising what's with all these fucking scorpio risings right everywhere fucking it up fucking it up um so do do we think that they should tell their ex apologize to their ex for their part in some of the issues or just know better do better know better do better because you've been married to this person 
Yeah. Let them bring it up. Let them let them say, I see where you've changed. And then you can say, like yes, that. and I apologize. I like that. Because maybe they don't want to talk about it. Maybe, maybe they're still figuring it out for yeah, themselves. Right. Let, it will happen. Mm-hmm. You don't have to um, just be different. Just be, show and prove. Show and prove. Because yeah. an apology don't really mean anything after many, many years of marriage. It's just saying, hey, I realize what I've done and blah, 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 yeah. blah. But the way you're talking to him when you have to pick up the kids and you're yeah. interacting and you, all of that, I yeah. think that signals a lot of like your attitude change and how you right. work together. Right. Um, because you do have children children you should have that conversation at some time at some moment but allow it to happen Mm. and let him take the lead on that Mm. let him take the lead on that and if he never notices it doesn't matter it's for you it's for you it doesn't really matter if he notices or not yeah um and you don't need to apologize for who you were he stayed with you or stayed together they they chose to stay with you and um and when it was over it was over yeah and so whomever, whatever, um, cause you know, I just be, listen, y'all, I throw pronouns around like a bitch. Okay. You so do. it is what it is. You know, when you know who you are, I'm not being disrespectful to who you are. I just don't, I know he and she, that's how I speak. So mm-hmm. unless so, someone specifies otherwise, yeah. I'm going to use he and she. Well, yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't say anything else about pronouns um, or anything yeah. like that. So, so no, no matter what the marriage looks like or, or, or how um, it developed mm. or it, even again, uh, what you, um, what you choose to what you represent it doesn't matter black white whatever the situation in itself is you have children and you want to be better for yourself and for your children and you made the right decision you guys made the right decision to split up because it just wasn't working and that's not a healthy experience for you yeah for your partner and for your children and you wouldn't have seen probably that you were being toxic in any kind of way if you were still in it right 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 exactly it was unexpected for you which means you were just stretching out doing what you were doing exactly so you know and you were safe to do that yeah so not all is horrible and you don't need to shame yourself for it you were just a different person and now you're a different person and so just be that you you don't need to apologize for who you once were yeah you don't you don't you really 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 don't just allow things to happen and if that person notices something speak about in a positive manner yeah because you guys will be able to have a conversation at some point coming together that's mature and just acknowledging what's happened right right do not apologize for never apologize for who you are or who you are don't you don't have to the conversation move the conversation and i see what you were saying before i didn't realize Mm, it's a good way i didn't realize that i was doing those things but don't apologize Mm. Don't apologize. Just if make that person, note that you see what was right, going on. If that person is seeking an apology from you, you'd already know it. You would. This is the thing. That's not your business. That is not your business because mm-hmm. that that just shows that they haven't grown on their end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because an apology, an action, is way better than just someone just saying. If I see that you're a different person and you real you realize all of these things, I don't need an apology because I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm living my life. <laughs> We know that's for you. Yeah. And so I'll be happy for you. Yeah. I'm really happy for you that you've but you made that, the adjustment. Right. Because the thing is that also in the back of people's minds, sometimes when they apologize, they think now it's fixed. 
So even if I'm happy for you, it doesn't mean that now I'm going to. Yeah, no. Show me that you actually are applying what you learned. Like, here. like I, it's not even you. If, even if I see it, let's just let's say Megan and I don't speak anymore or whatever. And I see that she's changed. Mm. I can see it, but that still doesn't mean that I have to be your friend. I could just be like, Oh, that's cool that you changed, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I just don't f- that's allowed as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because you apologize in whatever fashion that you choose to apologize. But I always say to people, never, never, never say I'm sorry. Is that your official song? Are you releasing that on iTunes? Or? Don't say I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So you say I'm sorry for little things. Stepping on someone's toes. Yeah. Bumping into somebody. That's an I'm sorry thing. Yeah. But. I, like I said, and I said this on Twitter, I re- I don't find myself in a position often where I'm saying I'm sorry. I say, I say, please forgive me. You do say, yeah, forgive me. I say, please forgive me because that's another way of saying I normally don't do something like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm outside of myself right now, but yeah. I'm not sorry. Yeah. I am not a sorry person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you cross the line, if you realize that you've crossed the line for some, for, from, um, to someone or you might have, or you felt like you might have, or they told you that they that you did mm-hmm. just ask for forgiveness. My apologies, please mm-hmm. forgive me. That's enough. You don't have to whittle yourself down into something that's like, I'm so sorry that, that I didn't know. Like, mm-mm. yeah, don't make it a thing that it's not because yeah. you're already bringing attention to it. That's has nothing to do with actually what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Make, make the apology for yourself in the way that you hear that you're saying that you so you're not begging Mm -hmm. and also make it about the person so they really really know that you you truly mean what you say so when you when you're asking for for, for forgiveness you're saying i know these things probably take time Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure where you're at with that so you're not putting a limit on it yeah please forgive me me. yeah please forgive me open-ended yeah and that's it and then that person can choose to say you know, I'm, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Or they'll forgive you. But yeah. if they're not there yet, just accept that that's not where they're at. But that mm-hmm. they also know that, that, you know, you fucked up. That's all you can do. <laughs> you could teach a whole how to not, to not apologize, apologize class. <laughs> of course. I see it. I see it. Okay. This email is titled, my little sister protects me. How do I make her stop? The title's off a bit. So we've already started. I don't even know why. Hi, Megan and Michelle. I'm 28 female, recovering agoraphobic, anxiety ridden Gemini. Mm. I'm feeling so off balance in my relationship with my younger sister. She's been there for me immensely these past couple of years, supporting me and encouraging me. I've sought her advice and value her opinions, and I appreciate her being there for me. I just wish I could feel again like an equal to her emotionally, not like a child she's assigned to raise. She distanced herself from me at 14 when she met her boyfriend, who she's still with, and got wrapped up in drugs. At 19, she cleaned herself up by moving provinces away from him, then moved back in with him. I'm so proud of her for getting clean. Her boyfriend has since smartened up as well. By the way, by the way I don't consider marijuana a drug. However, she has never not once come and confided in me or asked my opinion about anything going on in her life and usually protects me. Her words are that I am naive to trusting uh, and don't have streets, street smarts. To be honest, when she says these things, I feel stupid. I know I should stand up for myself, but what should I say? She's done a lot for me. There's something she's done that she's, there's something she's done that have hurt me in the name of protecting me. 
telling my first boyfriend that if he has no interest in me, he shouldn't steal my first kiss. He never kissed me. I was heartbroken. This is continues going on. I've always been an overweight woman. So I chalked his lack of interest up to being because of that only to have found out through my sister that he had wanted to date her instead. In fact, every guy I've ever had interest in has wanted her instead. Well, there's already resentment here. There's only been one guy I was interested in who shared an interest in me, but upon asking me out, stated he would only date me in secret. It's a whole other thing. Later on, my sister's best friend would date him. My early 20s, I was agoraphobic. I couldn't leave the house. By 24, I found a job as a cashier. Wait, 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 wait. There's wait, a wait, whole wait. life story happening. Wait, I thought this was current, what she's saying. That's what I thought, she's too. Bringing, she's talking about past stuff? By 24... Wait, how old is this person? 28. Oh, so we're going back to 20 days. In so, OK, so I'm just looking through this and there's a, a lot of listing of like Be past shit. This happened. Their dad died in 2018. My mother and I were fighting. What is the question? My aunt and uncle both invited me to stay with them. I owe her a lot. I really don't want to upset her by discussing with this with her. <sighs> I thought this question was going to be basically like about her sister. Yeah, it was going to be about a sister, and I think it comes back around to that. But there's so much in the middle of like these are all the bad things that, that have been happened happening to me, and and how I hope you're seeing a therapist. Re yeah, related to my sister. I really do. I hope, and I, I I don't I'm not being funny. I really hope that oh, you're yeah. seeing a therapist because I I don't because there's multiple things going on here. Yeah. You have. First of all, in the beginning where I was following it, mm -hmm. it was like, I, I understand that you have a sister who feels like they've had to step up in some kind of way. And so you're feeling now that they're not letting you into as their older sister help mm -hmm. that they're treating you like a child. So you're looking for some kind of equal. Is she the oldest? She's 28. <clears throat> wow. And her, she said my younger sister. Well, that was so long ago, though. She's talking about when her sister was 14 and now she's 28. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know quite where the age of like the sister being 19 and moving away. Right. Is so if she's the older, if she's the, she's old, the older one, she's the older one. Yeah. We don't know how much older. No, but they're close enough in age where this younger sister was. But they're like peers. They have to be. Right. So but you're 28 now. Why are you talking about when your sister was 19? Yeah. When your sister's 14 and she goes out and does drugs, her boyfriend. What does that have to do with, with you boyfriend? being 28? It's like you're keeping notes of all these things, but you're not quite connecting the dots to tell me why that's important to what you're trying to say. You need to see a therapist. Yeah. You need to see, you need to speak to someone so that you can um, dive in as to why you're holding on to all of this mm -hmm. stuff at this age. Why are you, why, why are you referencing it? It's one thing to just tell a story, but yeah, but the, the way this is spaced yeah. out is not like, here's a story that makes sense. that's flowing together. It's like, here's kind of my question. Here's a bunch of information about my sister's life when she was younger. Here's what's happened the past few years. Here's a bunch of stuff with my sister now, but how do I tell, how do I talk to her without starting a fight? about it doesn't even sound like there's been a fight it doesn't even sound like they have any conflict between them because no. this person's not saying anything well it's it's not about that i think it's more that this person is holding on to something that they always had a problem with and it's it's carried over into their adult life and well, they're like you can see this whole thing about every guy i've liked has wanted to date my sister right instead. right that's so a pretty major thing to tell well, us you're holding on to things and associating it with the now. Yeah, that your sister has no and, control over. And and you want to talk to her about how you you were taking things in. 
that has nothing to do with her. Yeah. How your sister handled you, how all the guys wanted her instead. Yeah. How she got clean and told you that, that, that that's all you. Mm-hmm. Your sister's going to be your sister and she's going to do what she's going to do. Yeah, she's living her and life. And she did what she did, but that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. That was so, so long ago. Mm-hmm. And these things affected you and I understand that. But why are you holding on to that as an actual issue right now mm-hmm. you're the issue you keep you're keeping a vat of all your pain to keep bringing bringing it up you're the issue now now you're the issue at 28 if you keep talking about these things you're you you hold some sort of resentment to your sister obviously there is resentment because i'm also reading this part that says my early 20s i was agoraphobic i couldn't leave the house by 24 i found a job as a cashier still living at home mm-hmm. my parents both on disability were dependent on me financially and i felt i couldn't move out because they would become homeless without me i turned to my sister with talks about this her insistence that they would figure it out i have to look out She's for myself right. first helped but i ignored it because i was scared she's right so her sister is telling like i i can't figure this out for her but i think that that's being tied in with the resentment towards the sister yeah or the feeling because you're scared that like oh i don't know if i can tell these things because i don't upset her although you've told no stories about her getting irrationally upset about things it seems like you just feel like i can't rely on her and she's just gonna immediately turn it back on me that i have to take care of well the thing is that you can't rely on her because your sister's relying on herself yeah. And that's what's pissing you off. Yeah. Is like, she's like, I can't, there's nothing I can do about that. Mm-hmm. That's what's making you frustrated. Cause it's like, why aren't you here home with you, me doing why this? Why aren't you as in well? this with me? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, they'll figure it out. That, that's the, that's the, <laughs> that's how, how you need to be taking things in. Guess what sign her sister is? A Sagittarius? It's an Aries. Fire sign. <laughs> Listen. Listen, <laughs> and what is her sign? She's a Gemini, Cancer, oh, Cusp, gee. Virgo, Moon, and Leo rising. <laughs> Listen, Virgo, you can't fix everything and everyone. It's not going You're to not be gonna perfect. List this She's shit a Virgo, out. Moon, Virgo, Moon. Yeah, that's why Virgos are always the victim. Listen, you have to understand. Virgo moons are always the victim. I told you, everyone puts these at the end of it because they know that if Michelle wouldn't get through these emails, yeah. I and then the Gemini, she can't make a decision. She's yeah. she's on the fence of like so she was agoraphobic now she has a job and she's so she's doing things in her life that she wasn't mm-hmm. doing before but she's still hanging on to whatever and that virgo side of her is like how can i compartmentalize this and organize this so that i'm able to still live in it and mm-hmm. be sad virgos love being sad y'all love oh they do being sad inside <laughs> y'all listen to sad songs so that you can stay sad You'll just put on a sad song so that you could cry. <laughs> just to get it out. Just to be sad. <laughs> and as soon as a happy song comes on, you're like, no, I want to stay in this sadness. You'll change it right back to a sad song or just play the sad song on repeat. Yeah. I mean, this reads like a country song. I mean, she's talking about her sister sold some of her dad. Or I don't know if it's sister, sister or her mom sold some of her dad's coin collection for an addiction. I mean, there's a lot going on. Listen, here. your sister made some really fucked up choices in her life and she knows that. Yeah. And she's owning it. And now she, she's in a different space. And you... She probably looked at that family being like, no one can save me here. And you, as with your Virgo moon, did the right thing, what you thought was the right thing, by staying inside and trying to micromanage everyone. And so your sister was living her life and you're like, I, I haven't done any drugs. I haven't had any sex. I stayed I have, home and I took I care of our parents. And, I, and you want an, I care more than you everyone. You want an award for that. Mm-hmm. You were 
in truth, you were your own worst enemy. Yeah. The entire time you were doing those things. It's a horror story. And now your sister's like, she's grown. She's learned. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, I did some fucking drugs and whatever. <laughs> she's not holding on to anything. She's not holding. <laughs> she's like, life goes on. And you know what? You know why? Because life goes on. And you are just in torment because mm. you're upset because she's your blood that she's not feeling the things that you're feeling about your family mm-hmm. and putting she, your sister is correct. Mm-hmm. Your sister is not waiting for validation from any of you yeah. because even you can see the Gemini in there too. When this person that wrote in is like, well, she, she got, she was on drugs and addiction, but also I don't consider marijuana drug. So it's right. like, they don't even know how they feel about right. the actual thing that they're right. saying their sister's so, doing. So the thing is that maybe, maybe, you know, people will say like, uh, kids smoke Mm -hmm. kids 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 smoke smoke marijuana and they smoke a lot of it that doesn't mean that they're they're addicts yeah that's true you're growing yeah you're growing you're testing your limits you're trying addiction is a certain kind of behavior it's not just oh i do it a lot i do it a lot i'm a kid and i do it a lot and i want to do it every day because i want to get my own way it's changing the function of your life if at night if at 19 she was she she's that's that's like a rite of passage. Now, I'm not saying your sister's not a drug addict, but what I'm saying is, like, especially when it's marijuana. Yeah, who's to know the line between yeah, it was just kids figuring it yeah, out? Yeah, kids do shit. They drink. They try things out. They're like, oh, I like it. I like the way this feels. Mm-hmm. I just want to keep doing it. And they get in trouble. And then they stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if your sister still smokes or whatever, but she's functioning. She's a functioning adult. And, and she's not taking on anybody else's shit, especially she's in Aries. She's like, bitch, I don't know how to help you with that. Come out. <laughs> she's literally, your sister is loving you. She's like, that's not your responsibility. They'll figure it out. Yeah. She's telling you the key. And you're writing in to ask us what? I don't know. I don't know how, how she can talk to her about something that doesn't even seem like it's the issue. It's, but it's not whatever you need to, I guarantee you, whatever you need to talk to your sister about is your problem. Is for you to figure out. Your sister is living her life. She's not going to do and make the choices that you've made for yourself and your parents. Mm -hmm. She's not going to go there. Because if she is an addict, it will just put her in a bad position. Oh, yeah. To. She's telling you her boundaries, probably. To. I can't take on mom and dad like this. I'm trying to keep myself. Exactly. It's, It's just another reason for her to fall off the wagon if she is in the straight and narrow and she is in fact an actual addict Mm. you're bringing things to her that are only going to flare that up and that's so there's two reasons why your sister is taking that stance she is really focused on her sobriety Mm -hmm. or or maybe she was never really an addict and was just a kid Mm -hmm. And or maybe she, she's not sober and she still knows she can't handle exactly, everything Exactly, that's else. what I'm saying. So either she was an addict or she's just someone who was experiencing things, uh, experimenting when she was a kid and mm-hmm. now she's an adult and she realizes like that shit ain't mine. Yeah. And I'm not going to be, I'm gonna, either way, it's good. It's healthy. Yeah. It's good for her. I think we're not, we're not really taught what it looks like when someone is like, okay, I did the family thing and now I'm like, right. I'm going to do my own they life. Think, they think like, just circling around each other for forever. I have I have a cousin that's an addict, and and uh, she's she's worn it, worn it out with me, and um, I, you know I wish her well and everything, but she's an addict, and she's a hard hard addict, mm. 
and um it's it's nothing's changed mm. you know like there's so there's good moments and then there's like not and and i have family members that are like oh she's doing this and i'm like that's good for her that's good but just like you should call her i'm not going to yeah i'm not gonna extend I, myself I don't, and go out of my way i'm not doing that i'm not doing that yeah but you know that's like yeah well, you could do whatever you want this yeah. person is an addict and i don't feel comfortable with what happened and the way things happened mm-hmm. and everything that you're telling me it is still up and down yeah i have no interest i'm not gonna go out of my way yeah if it so happens that we see each other and we reconnect fine i'm open to that if, but i am not gonna if go everyone out of my else way. here that is is pouring love into that situation is trying to grab you on board too there's nothing that you're gonna do that's gonna fix what's right. going on right and i don't want to be a part of that i don't want to be part of the delusion and you get to make that choice so i think that's what your sister is like i don't want to be a part of the delusion yeah They'll think, figure it out. If anything, we should encourage more op- moments like that where someone is making a choice, even if it's not what we traditionally right. see. Right, right. Or sometimes or you're like, I've had enough of this family. Right. <laughs> I gotta go. Right. I can't live here like this. I'm just you have to. You have to. I've done it so many times in my life. You mm. just have to like literally look around and be like, Is is this worth it? Because I, I feel so unhappy right now. Mm. I'm so unhappy and I'm so worried about what everybody else is thinking and how I'm responding to how they're thinking and whatever. That's not life. That's mm-hmm. not living life. That is that is a torturous existence. It, and your sister doesn't want to participate. And she's telling you too, you shouldn't participate either mm-hmm. by saying to you, they'll figure it out. She's not being dismissed. She's loving, showing you how to love yourself. Mm. She's she's loving. She's a walking example of how to love yourself, and that's not what you're doing right now, because you you are so consumed yeah. with the minutia and the details of things that are like eight years ago at mm-hmm. least, mm-hmm. and no one's thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just continuing on living life. Mm-hmm. Even your parents. And you're still talking about things she was doing. When she was 14 years old. She's probably not even talking about things she was doing. When she was 14 years old. Listen, only I can bring up my shit. Yeah. <laughs> and when I bring it, sometimes I hear like sometimes my my um my partner, he's 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 so wise. Mm. He's so wise. And the things that normally like I said, the things that normally I say to you all, he says things to me and then I start thinking differently and I'm like, oh shoot, yeah, you're so right. A little, little attunement, little it does, alignment. But then even so, sometimes it takes a while because I'm living, I'm still living in my, in my form. Mm-hmm. And so my form has to change. It can only change when I change. Mm-hmm. So just because somebody tells me something doesn't mean that automatically I'm going to be like, yeah, there has to be a moment where you're like, oh shit. And sometimes you're you're not ready to receive what people are telling you. Yeah. But if you're if it's come coming from someone, if you're unable to receive something from someone you love and trust, that's okay. Just sit with it. Because eventually it might hit you. And if it doesn't hit you, guess what? They could still be wrong. Just because you love someone, you trust them, trust them doesn't mean that everything they're saying is accurate. Yeah, your life isn't their life. Right, right. So it's just it's just a hypothetically speaking mm-hmm. type of thing. But it's if it's someone you trust and love, you take that into account. Of, exactly. And then you're able, if it's not true, you're able to come back and say to yourself or to them even. Yeah. I, I looked at that and I think it's more of this. Right. You're coming up with solutions together, really. Right. Because people that really care about you and they're around you, they just want you to be right. the best that right. you can be. And so there's really never any reason to have an outright uh, battle mm-hmm. 
of exchange of words because as soon as you start screaming at me or you start speaking to me in a, in a manner that shows me that you're trying to win an argument, mm. I back away because I'm like, this is not conducive. Nobody, you're not listening. Yeah. And I don't want to be berated. Not playing this game. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So you're obviously not ready to receive what I'm saying. And I'm not, I am not going to take on whatever you're projecting. <laughs> Let's come back a little bit later and, t- and talk about this. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you. And, and, and for however long that takes, sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes hours. The patience. You just got to. Just got to let it go. People are so worried about missing out on people or losing people in their lives. Mm. Let go. Let go. Yeah. Let go. Let God. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> let go. Let God. Just. You you cannot, the more you try to hang on to things in your life, the more you will repeat the same behaviors. You also are, you know, white knuckling something that yes. like you're not even, you might not even be the person that can be in that right now. And yeah. you're just like, well, but it came across me. I have to grab it now and I have to take it. And it has to be everything right now in this moment. Yes. And it's like, no, just let it circle around and see what happens and know that you know, you're going to fuck it up even worse if you try to hold on to it now and you're not the person that can and deal I, with it. And I get it. Leave those moments, though, for when somebody jumps to their death and lands on your balcony. <laughs> That's what those moments are for. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Leave it for really heavy shit. Yeah. You know, when you lose, like, someone really close to yeah. you or you're something. You're giving so much of that power away for, again, <laughs> someone bumped into me with their grocery cart. <laughs> So-and-so, so-and-so didn't invite me to that birthday party on Facebook and right. it's a meltdown. Right. Because the thing is that those kind of, um, unfortunate, they're going to happen so often. Constantly. It's, it, it's an everyday thing, you know? Yeah. Um, waking up to a dead body on your porch, that's not an everyday thing. So sometimes. Certainly not. Sometimes you're allowed. You know? You're allowed to misstep and want to hang on and feel a little bit crazy and, yeah. and all of those things because it was out of your control. Yeah. Um, but then at some point. You got to write yourself. You got to suck it back in and be like, <laughs> you grab okay, controls. you have to, um, my partner said, feel your feelings, but you need to change the way you feel about feeling your feelings. Mm. And that totally was just like. <laughs> It sobered me up and I needed sobering because yeah. of what I was in. Yeah. Cause you'll but just go down. He wasn't saying it because, you know, my girlfriend told me that I, you know, my dress was ugly. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it was something very, very heavy that happened in my life. Yeah. So I would say the same thing to this person is feel your feelings, but change the way you feel about feeling your feelings because it's yours. Mm. It's all yours. And everything that you wrote has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with, well, this person's not doing this and this person's doing this and I need to come and, and, and you don't need to do trying to figure out when's the right time to step into the dance and you're missing the entire dance. Virgo moon. There you go. That's that Virgo moon. You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. I'm Michelle Moore. You can email us at nolicedetected at gmail.com. You're here. You're better. You're You're welcome. welcome. Have fun, bitch.